0: Hey, this is Kurt.
1: And this is Jen.
0: And this is Kurt and Jen make a podcast.
1: And this week we're talking about our listener Joel Foster's pick, Ween.
0: Yes, Ween. Very exciting. Uh, when did you...
1: This is this is a band that I never really got into and I was really thankful for Joel's suggestion.
0: Yeah, this is... And I have to tell you, I did actually get into Ween like in my college days. Did you really? I did, and if you because
1: you're old.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Ween and I are old. (laughs) Uh, Uh. Yeah, so I want to just tell you that a brief story about how I was introduced to Ween. I was really into punk at that time, like like hardcore punk, and I really actually got into the Rollins band. Uh, In fact, I had a bad breakup through college that a lot of the Rollins Band music really got me through. And are you familiar with Rollins Band?
1: No, I am not.
0: Okay. Well, this is Henry Rollins of uh, Black Flag fame, started a band. And I'm going to just play you a little snippet of one of the songs that actually I would play a lot when I was, you know, through that phase to give you an idea of what Rollins Band sounds like. That that was the song Tearing by Rollins Band. Listen to that a whole bunch. I love the bass in it, especially. And I was I picked up a bass player magazine which profiled the bass player Andrew Weiss. And I, you know, I bought the magazine just for him. I read it. And in that article, he said that he was producing this album of that which was pure guava. And then he produced it with Dean and Gene Ween. Hadn't heard anything about them. And I was like, oh, if this guy likes it, then I'm going to like it. And so I go out. I buy Pure Guava. I put it into my disc player. And the very first song that comes up is Little Birdie. like what is this (laughs) this was not what i was expecting at all from this band that andrew weiss was producing so for a period of time i was like "Uh, not my thing (laughs) and i put it aside for a while but came back did you listen to to
1: any more of the album or you were just like this one and i'm done
0: no no i actually did listen to a more of the album I didn't get turned off to it that quickly but that song and that like I still remember like putting it in the display or like all those years ago and listening to that first song expecting something you know just gonna rock and I was like oh that's disappointing and I I listened to more at that day but I was like "Mm, yeah not not what I'm looking for right now um yeah, so that I like my... how
1: you're uh, immediately turning off our audience of wean list like ween enthusiasts right with your first story.
0: <laughs> well, I I think that people understand <laughs> this particular perspective that I'm coming from. If I was this you know punk kid listening, you know, running to get some more punk stuff, and then listening to that song, it's like, yeah, it's probably not. You probably didn't dig it that much, and. I came back around. So as I matured and opened up my spectrum to uh, all different kinds of music, uh, I got into this album a little more. So, But that was my first introduction to the band Ween.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to tell you my first introduction or the first song that I listened to by them. Um, And I don't know why I never really got into them. I think it was just that I was too into other bands at the time. The first song that I listened to by Ween was Ocean Man, which is amazing and like a really solid song. And I'm just wondering why young Jen never got into Ween. So I'm just going to play a little bit
0: this song has been going through my head basically all week. I think this is one of their It's an earworm songs. for sure. It really is.
1: It's such a good song. It's funny. I love it so much. Ocean Man. I love this song so much because I, I don't know what everyone else pictures, but I picture not a mermaid, not a merman. I picture a Cthulhu-esque person with legs. Like oh. Cthulhu top.
0: Have you seen legs. the video for this song?
1: No, I haven't seen them. I didn't get to watch any of the videos. It's been such a busy week for my life. I'm I, so. What was the video like?
0: It was clips from the creature from the black lagoon i am 95% oh my sure oh god it was it That's was amazing about halfway through the video I, it was just i just realized it was all clips from this movie and it was i, I think it could have been one of the many creatures from black lagoon movies but i'm i'm guessing it was the original so it was <laughs> very perceptive on your part jen that it's not uh, <laughs> that it is some monster like creature That's coming from the scene.
1: Well, it just felt like it felt like a Cthulhu jam. It felt like an (laughs) H.P. Lovecraft jam.
0: Okay. I don't know what
1: that means,
0: but that's what my
1: brain did.
0: Cthulhu would dig this song completely.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I feel like he would. I feel. Like he would. This whole album is amazing. And we're going to sit in this album for a little bit if that's okay with you, Kurt.
0: And this is The Mollusk, right?
1: Yes, this is The Mollusk album. And it is so good. Oh, well. So good.
0: Do it, you. It is. Yeah, I, d- I really dig this. A lot of cool songs from this album. Um, I have. Yeah, actually, the song The Mollusk is one that I I really enjoyed as well. Do you want to, should we play a little bit of the, the titular song from the album?
1: Why don't you play it? It's the tits.
0: So Ween has got a really eclectic sound, right? They've got like all their sound, all their songs sound different and it's like barely any two songs, you know, you can't find two songs that even sound the same. And this is another example of that. It's got a very uh, I don't know, very it's had a very songbooky kind of tune to it, like a kids tune almost.
1: Yeah. And then also on this album is a straight up sea shanty, which they were just way ahead of the curve. They didn't know that 2021 was going to be the year of the sea shanty, so they released it in 1997. Um, and I love this song so much. Do you know what song I'm talking about, Kurt?
0: I'm, I'm not sure that I do, Jen.
1: What? You didn't hear the sea shanty? It's a little song called Blarney Stone, also off of the same album. Yeah, so that was way ahead of its time. Sea shanties are a now thing, but they knew it. I mean, what was that? I can't do maths 23 years ago, 24 years ago.
0: So you made that very declarative statement that sea shanties are a 2021 thing.
1: I'm not sure that I've- Yeah,
0: it is. It's
1: called TikTok, friend. It's called TikTok.
0: So you watch sea shanty TikToks.
1: Oh my god! Just Google sea shanty TikTok, Kurt. Just Google it.
0: Exactly. What is it about? Are they like singing new sea shanties, or are they lip syncing? Yes, existing? and then they're
1: doing call and responses on TikTok like a sea shanty. And this is amazing. Like it's just, it's just blowing my mind. It's a very, it was very big in January of 2021. There are were it all- was huge on TikTok.
0: Are they actual sea shanties, like old timey sea shanties, or are they like updated? they Kurt for...
1: old style sea. Sh- I mean, yes, all of the above.
0: Okay, so I
1: can't I can't bring TikTok to you, Kurt. I you must come that. to TikTok yourself. So in good time. Are there
0: like in good time? In, are, <laughs> are there shanties for like office workers and like construction workers, or are they all?
1: I don't sea-based? know. I don't know. I okay. I have not watched all of the breadth and depth of TikTok, but I assure you, if you just Google the words Sea Shanty TikTok, you shall not be disappointed.
0: Well, all right. I still reserve the right to be disappointed, but I will take a look
1: at that. I, 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 first of all, <laughs> who is ever disappointed by a Sea Shanty? First of all. As I, we you know, know from all of our improv, I am part pirate. So, <laughs>
0: yes, part pirate, part witch, part fairy, part
1: part everything, vampire.
0: part unicorn. Right. Uh, okay. So back to Ween, the who could see the sea shanty trend of twenty twenty one. Several years earlier. 24
1: years in advance. They knew this. Yeah. But this is the same album that brings us a song that both of us have on our list. And Kurt, do you want to play that song? Uh,
0: I'm not sure that I know which song you're talking about, Jen.
1: You do, because we talked about it before we started recording, Kurt.
0: Which song was that, Jen?
1: This... (laughs) This song is waving my dick in the wind.
0: Oh, that's right. I heard, I thought that was off a different album. That's why I was confused.
1: No, uh, that yes. is still from. My, oh my god! I'm sorry. Hold on. Which one of us did more research on today's episode?
0: You did, Jen. Yep.
1: Oh my! Wait, say it again. Say, say, Jen. You did more research on this episode.
0: Jen, you did more research on this episode than I did,
1: and I feel <gasps> shame. <laughs> It feels so good. I'm never on this side of the research. So I'm just going to like, I'm just going to sit here and just lap up the praise that I feel is coming my way. that's wow what a classic what a classic i mean i know that this is not like it's not super sophisticated humor but (laughs) i you know what i mean it's not sophisticated at all uh it is but it's so
0: or is he like waving to like you know to tell the aircraft where to park that kind of thing (laughs)
1: I, don't, I think he's just like waving his, like, he's, he's doing his hips side to side.
0: Oh, okay. He's waving
1: it in the wind. He's so excited. He's like a little dog. who's excited that the <laughs> owner's coming home. You know what I mean? Like that's, I it's so stupid and so, but I love it because it's simple and it's hilarious. This, it, it never ceases to make me smile.
0: Uh, it is yeah. A very simple tune and a nice, uh. Nice premise, but uh, yeah, real odd way to show the excitement of of, of seeing your loved one once again.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's very similar to what dogs do with their tails, so you know what you can do. <laughs> He's just taking a, a cue from a woman's best friend. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> there you go.
1: There you go. But there is one last song from this album that I need to bring up, and this is Buckingham Green.
0: I'm in the That was very Beatles-esque.
1: Right? And this is all the same album. We are in one album right now. We have only covered one al- It blows my mind. I love it so much.
0: Yeah. It's, it's very, I mean, again, Ween, very eclectic. And this one album is very eclectic. In fact, I have another song on here that I was going to bring up as well. That is... Just way out from left field from all of those songs. I'm dancing in the show tonight, Jen.
1: I did not listen to this song on the Mollusk album. I don't know if I like skipped over it or like, I don't know what happened, but are my lemons tied is what I, that's what I, I'm going to, that's what I'm going to say. Um, When somebody has like a sourpuss face on their face and I'm like, are my lemons tied? Are I, they tied? This is such ex- a,
0: this is it's so like, weird on so many levels. It's like oh.
1: old timey expressions. Yeah. Just erroneously placed. Not erroneously. What am I thinking of? Just-
0: Extraneously?
1: Extraneously placed. That's probably a better word. Yeah, I love it. And I love, like, it's like a vaudeville soundtrack. Exactly.
0: And it's, like, done very earnestly. Yeah. Oh, no,
1: they do everything earnestly. I think that's the magic of the parody that Ween does, right? Like, it's so amazing. Like, they come in and they're like, this is a very good parody of, like, a very- very specific genre because they do i mean like we heard a irish pirate sea shanty like just a couple songs ago yeah you know what i mean and this is the same album
0: yeah it is all over the place i love this album yes
1: i you know what i'm gonna have to find out if they have like a fancy vinyl version of this album that's like (laughs) fancy (laughs) colors i'm hoping for green (laughs) hoping for green
0: so I did want to play uh, another song that they have off of uh, off of the uh, Pure Guava album. Okay. Um, so, so I want to one that one perhaps
1: the... you like, sir. Yeah. Don't play stuff on here that you don't like. That's yeah. Like cool. We're here By the for way, the I positivity do... of Ween.
0: Well, I have come to appreciate Little Birdie a lot more. It's still not one of my favorites, but I, I do appreciate it more than I did when I was looking for that you know punk mu- you know style music. That's um, what I
1: like to hear. Because these are wonderful musicians. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And one of the things that they do is they they don't even have like a consistent vocal style, right? Even in that last song, they were kind of doing weird stuff with their voices. And
1: which again was makes them even more amazing. Yeah. Even more amazing. I so, it's amazing. So,
0: yeah. And so this song off of the Pure Guava album is Push the Little Daisies. Have you heard this song?
1: I have heard this song.
0: It's it's so weird. And I'm just going to play a little snippet of this. If you think that I'm a loser. It's it's such a silly sounding voice, and that expression of pushing up the daisies—that means you're dead. That yeah, means it means buried it under does. the ground.
1: But what's odd about that phrase um, is since, gosh, when was that? 2007. Since about 2007, I don't think of death anymore. I think of—well, I do kind of think of death. I think of the hilarious sitcom Pushing Daisies, starring Lee Pace. So, uh, oh my gosh, Christian Chenoweth, like, mm, mm, love it, such a great show! So funny.
0: How come, how did this escape my attention? I'm sorry. Was...
1: I've told you about this several times, Kurt. You have not several I times. have I think I have. I think I have. Also, I think that I've said everything several times. Um, <laughs> so who knows in what reality we really live? Kurt, that's all I'm saying. I also didn't know that there was a Kurt 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 chance. So let you know what I mean? Like I'm not an infallible person. That's all I'm saying. Um, but Jen
0: I love... are you, why are you telling me this now? But I I'm got infallible. on board with this podcast because
1: you're infallible. infallible. yeah. Oh, so sweet.
0: I figure I could learn so much from you, but yeah. I have to take everything with a grain of salt now because apparently you make mistakes from time to time.
1: I do. I do just occasionally, but Pushing Daisies was done in like a very like bright cinematography, like c- cinematographic. I don't know. What, fu- what was I even trying to say? Um, I don't know. It was beautiful. It was every single scene was gorgeous. Um, And Lee Pace was phenomenal. Oh. Lee, Lee Pace is always phenomenal. He's phenomenal when he's a villain. He's phenomenal when he's the lovable main character. Um, he's a great actor. That is all.
0: And I'm a big Kristen Chenoweth fan as well. I dig just about everything I've seen her in.
1: She is amazing too. Yes. Yes, she is.
0: Do you want to play another song? Do you have another song off of Pure Guava or should we? I, I don't,
1: have- but I do have one off of 12 Golden Country Greats.
0: Ooh, golden country grades
1: yeah from 1996
0: actually before you play that could i play a country song off of pure guava and then we can get off that album let's
1: do that why don't okay. we country this up
0: country the hell out of this remember, country got...
1: and western both kinds
0: yeah so this is a little song called big Gilm, jilm j-i-l-m oh, yes.
1: Yes. Although I had to limit my list to only nine songs because I wasn't sure how we were going to get through all of them, but that one was quite amusing. So why don't we play a little clip of it, Kurt?
0: All right, let's do it. I know that those lyrics are very difficult to understand. But.
1: Yeah, they were, you know what, in fairness, they were difficult to understand when I was listening to it while reading the lyrics. <laughs> so, because yes. I, I was like, M- did I skip over something? Or did it, <laughs> do they, it's like they're mispronouncing it intentionally, which I so,
0: like. Yeah, so rolling and wheeling, stealing and dealing, big Jim.
1: Yeah.
0: Bull weevil, it's a pleasal, it's a pleasal, my weasel, big Jim.
1: Yes. <laughs> It's a pleasele my weasel. Feels like a really, what do you think that that Dr. Seuss book was about? old my I, weasel? I think it's I have a, ideas, but I don't think it was a kid show. A kid no, show.
0: definitely not. It's definitely an adult, you know.
1: That was uh, some adult content for Dr. Right. Seuss. That's right. my weasel. <laughs> is it? Is it a porn? Is it a porno? Is it pleasele my weasel? I don't know. <laughs> it might be. All be.
0: right. I know. Okay. I know the next big project for you, Jen, the <laughs> Dr. Seuss porn.
1: <laughs> wow. Um, I,
0: as a writer, not as a.
1: <laughs> no, just know all around is what <laughs> I'm going to go with on that one. Uh, uh,
0: so that, that, uh, Pure Guava album uh, was the the last album that they did on a four track recorder. All of the stuff on Pure Guava, it, it was their first, uh, uh, Big label record, but it was the last one that they did on a four track recorder. So it still had that pretty lo-fi sound to it, but it's still, even with that lo-fi sound, they were able to get so many different genres and so many different songs.
1: I love uh, how you say technical things as though maybe I will understand them. I hope one of our listeners does because I do not understand what that means, but I understand lo-fi. So thanks for throwing that one out there. Okay. That was um,
0: If If you guys Don't know
1: mansplain we- it now. We're okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll move forward we'll move
0: Kurt. so we'll jen do move- you want to take a little break
1: uh no i want to play my country song oh,
0: okay i thought we maybe we could do a teaser but no all right let's do your country song or or do you want to tease the audience
1: let's tease the audience
0: all right so we're gonna take a little break and then we come right back with jen's country song
1: well, I'm going to have to correct you there, Kurt. This is Ween's country song. Um, it is not Jen's country song. I am not going to be singing today. Um, at least not at this juncture right now. Uh, <laughs> oh, it is you just lost song. half the audience here, Jen. Oh, that's not, is, the, is the half of the audience that I lost just Kurt leaders Because I feel like that's the only part of the audience that I, left, that I lost there. <laughs> uh, but this is a little song called Piss Up a Rope. My dinner's on fire while she watches TV. And if you ever wondered what it's like to be me, she takes all my money and leaves me no smokes. Yells at my buddies and insults my
0: folks. I'm breaking my back, doing the best that I can. She's got the time for the
1: dog and none for her man. And I'm no dope, but I can't cope. So hit the fucking road and piss up a rope. So I feel like this song... Is a very biting parody of every like almost every misogynist country song that there is that exists, which is like eighty five percent of them. Because the other the other fifteen percent are women slashing tires. Which, I mean, if this is the world you're living in, let's slash some tires, ladies. I'm with you. And it like calls out the toxic masculinity of country songs. Is what I feel the interpretation of this song is, and it makes me laugh i enjoy yeah. it very
0: much yeah it's a it's it's a direct i call that a parody right of yeah. of that and it's and it's yeah it's clever it's got some good lyrics and very it like the music is very honest in that genre too it's like good country music not that i'm a you know aficionado but it's it's really good
1: i um I do not want to admit this, but I did go to school in... Well, no, I I want to admit that I went to school in Tallahassee. That's not a problem. But (laughs) when you live in Tallahassee, you are not really in Florida. You're in Southern Georgia. And so it is very country and Western. Um, And I went through a country phase. It was very disappointing to me. It only lasted a year or two. I blame my boyfriend of the time. Um, But yes, this feels very, very accurate to the country vibe.
0: So have you heard Wheeler Walker Jr.
1: It feels so familiar.
0: So uh, Wheeler Walker Jr. is a, I'm trying to remember the actor's name. This is like a a pseudonym of Ben Hoffman. That's right. Uh, Ben Hoffman, he had a TV show on Comedy Central just real briefly. He's a very unusual comedian, but he has this, he has uh, he's released two albums under the name Wheeler Walker Jr., which is exactly that. It is just this toxic masculinity, uh, just wrapped up in this character, and there's like no wink at all. And it's a lot of people say that it is misogynistic, and I think that he's just trying to call out the misogyny. But it is uh, there's some very good and very funny songs on that album. So. That
1: is good to know. I might be listening to some of that soon.
0: So, Jen, this is the part of the show where we talk about the genres of the band. As okay, discussed. hit me. Hit me, because okay. I didn't
1: read them on Wikipedia. There's probably like 18 million, right? Like You would think, estimate. right? Low you estimate. You would think.
0: But I think that they're actually doing something which I, I think is more appropriate. But uh, the genres, according to Wikipedia, alternative rock. Agree experimental rock agree end of list
1: oh my god end of list i mean i get it because experimental rock kind of like encapsulates lots of things and one of my favorite bands is experimental rock so i get it yeah yeah and this would be
0: i mean the list could literally be like 40 everything
1: it could be every genre it could be all of the genres so yeah i guess that that makes it make a lot of sense yeah yeah Actually, you know, now that I think of it, most of the bands that I love that are experimental rock really only have like a couple listed, because experimental rock encapsulates so much. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's what experimental means.
1: I think that I think my new favorite genre of music is experimental rock. I think that's what it is now. So, well, what are right. you gonna do? Yeah, what if do you, you have more
0: than, I think that it should be limited to. A, so let's say four genres. If you got more than four, then the, you're an you're experimental. You're
1: experimental. Yes. Fair. That is fair. All right. Uh, but what I really want to talk about is how they Ramones their names.
0: Are you saying that Dean and Gene Ween are not their... Christian names. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're Christian names. That's so centered, Kurt. That's so centered. They're not their birth names, is what I was gonna say. No, Gene Ween is Aaron Freeman, and Dean Ween is Michael. I'm I met Melchionato. I'm not. I'm not at all Italian. Junior. Isn't it Mickey? Mil- well, Michael is his name, but yeah, I think he goes by Mickey. Okay. Oh, okay. Very his good. Given name. His birth name was Michael. But I'd go by Mickey. Okay. That's way better than oh, Mike.
0: His birth name. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Those are Gene and Dean Ween. Those are great names. I know. Oh, that. so
1: good. And like so very Ramones esque. I love it. I just yeah. I I have to assume that it's a Ramones nod.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so- that
1: makes me love them even more. <laughs> yeah. Are you a Dean? Are you on Camp Dean Ween or Camp Gene Ween? Which one is your favorite of the weens?
0: I think I think I'm Camp Dean. Um, yeah, me a, too. There's a video that they did for uh, Even if You Don't, which didn't quite make the cut for like the funniest song. But it was, his express he he is playing in this in, like in this like bar you know Ween's playing this gig and he's got this hilarious super happy look on his face the entire time that just absolutely cracks me up that uh, right. it and that he that really what brings that me. fun
1: energy doesn't he
0: yeah absolutely yeah yeah he does you know that they've done some songs for soundtracks did you know what? that
1: what what soundtrack were, was Ween on
0: they did a soundtrack. For... That one.
1: If I guess I would guess like Garden State.
0: Oh, okay. This
1: feels well, like a very good Garden State band.
0: So, actually I think that this they're too they're a little too poppy for uh for Garden State. Garden State uh, was so That
1: was a pretty poppy soundtrack. Really? Yeah.
0: Well, you you missed by it quite a bit because this is from SpongeBob.
1: No. You can tie shoes. How did you learn to do that?
0: Want to learn how to tie your shoe? It's a very easy thing to do. You sit on down and will give you the scoop. What's that? It's called the loop-de-loop. You gotta take a lace in each hand. You go over and under again. You make a loop. So yes, they did like like another duo that we appreciate on this show. they did soundtrack for the SpongeBob. I believe that that was for the TV show or maybe it was for the movie itself. i'm that, I'm not exactly sure
1: that is so terrific. Who is your favorite character on SpongeBob? This just makes me so happy right now.
0: Oh, you know, I part of me likes plankton a lot. <laughs>
1: Okay, you just took my answer, and that was (laughs) how dare you? There can only be one of us that is plankton. Oh no no no! Plankton.
0: Yeah, I'm clearly not plankton. No, there's nothing about me that is
1: evil. You don't see me, Kurt. That's all I'm saying.
0: No, no. I I think I'd be if I were to which character I'm most like. I would probably say like uh, Patrick.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you're like Patrick. No, that doesn't feel at all like you. You feel like Sandy the squirrel.
0: Yeah, like, a little bit like Sandy. Yeah, yeah kind tra- of so voice of reason. Don't totally fit in. That's that's me. Yeah,
1: <laughs> you're a wonderful voice of reason, Kurt, okay. and that's why we love you here. Uh, but actually, SpongeBob leads me really nicely into my next song, which is a little song from the same titled album, the entitled album uh, Bananas and Blow. Did you listen to this wonderful song?
0: Oh, this is on my list. I love Bananas and Blow.
1: Uh, Who doesn't? Sorry, boy, to leave you high and dry. This feels like a direct rip on Jimmy Buffett. And oh,
0: couldn't you imagine going to a Jimmy Buffett show you, and hearing and, him play this?
1: Hearing him play this. Yeah. And then everybody being like, yeah, cocaine. <laughs> uh, because let's be honest, have you met Jimmy Buffett's fans? Have you met Jimmy Buffett's I've Buffett met fans? a few of
0: Jimmy Buffett's fans.
1: I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And this is, I I also went through a very big Jimmy Buffett phase. Um, oh, yeah. really? I did. I went through. Okay, here's why I went through Jimmy Buffett phase. My college boyfriend was a Kappa Sigma, which is the same fraternity as Jimmy Buffett. So the annual fundraiser was called Bananas and Blow. Oh, so close, but Margaritaville. <laughs> oh, okay, uh, there we go. Margaritaville, and uh, women would lip sync and do a dance to a different Jimmy Buffett song. So, good times.
0: So there was, yeah, there was a bar in Champaign that every every night at midnight, they played, um, they played American Pie. And then right after that, they always played Margaritaville. Yeah. And it was, yeah, lots of drunk people singing at the top of their lungs to that.
1: In and- fairness, Jimmy Buffett does have a very good Christmas song that we did a dance to. And it's called ho, ho, ho and a bottle of rum. So.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. You're still defending Jimmy Buffett
1: here. (laughs) It was really fun. It was really fun.
0: And you did a dance routine to
1: it. We did a dance routine to it. We dressed up like the mean girls did in the like the Santa costumes. It was terrible.
0: (sighs) Man, I just I'm still regretting not joining a sorority.
1: Right? You should have joined a sorority for (laughs) It would have been
0: lots of fun with all the girls.
1: Yeah. wouldn't (sighs) have been. It would have been so much fun. So also from this album, do you have anything from this album that you'd like to play? I know that I skipped around there because now we're in 2018. I'm just moving all over the timeline.
0: Yeah, I'm having trouble keeping up.
1: I know, it's difficult, but you segued me into this. I blame SpongeBob SquarePants.
0: Um, I do not have any other from this Okay, album. well,
1: I'm going to play one more song from this song, or one more song from this album. I can words. I can do it. You words good. I, I words good. <laughs> uh, and this song is called Baby Bitch. It's been a while since I've seen
0: you smile. Saw my girl and you asked her how long it's been. Oh, yeah, she said and you shook
1: your head. Said I'm surprised it's come on long. I really appreciate, and Ween does this a lot because they've done it on several different albums, where they sing this beautiful song, and it sounds like a love song. And it's so lulling and beautiful. But then they say words like, you're a baby, 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 bitch. (laughs) And I'm like, I love it so much. I really appreciate the juxtaposition. Um, And I just think that this is just a fun way to do that. Because I feel like it's even more biting. Like, it's a more biting song. Because they're being so genteel and sweet while calling you a bitch. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's not like an yeah. angry, like it's an angry, angry punk song. It's, it's like, like I've
1: thought about this for a long time, and you are a bitch
0: from the bottom of my heart.
1: From The bottom of my heart. It's, from...
0: it's, it's not coming from the anger. No. it's coming from my heart.
1: It's coming from my heart. I've thought this through. You are a bitch. Yeah.
0: Well, that was beautiful, Jen.
1: Thank you. I thought so too, <laughs> Kurt.
0: A, a uh, diss track. That is a ballad. That's uh You need more of those, right? Ah,
1: oh, that's so true. A dis ballad, dis ballad, de ballad,
0: <laughs> balladus? <Baldis. laughs> balladus, 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 Okay, balladus.
1: coined here on Curtain Shed Make a Podcast, <laughs> where you can download or listen to Curtain Shed break down the humor of your favorite band. <laughs> Why am I doing an ad, Kurt? I don't know. I know.
0: Yeah, I mean the people that are listening to us. We don't need to sell to them. It's the other people.
1: That's true. And I'm selling to them in like the last 40 minutes of this podcast. (laughs) What was I... I should have done this up top, Kurt. We would have gotten more subscribers.
0: (laughs) Uh, I've got another song. It's got uh, kind of a country-ish twang to it.
1: Oh, why wasn't it played in our country section, Kurt? Uh,
0: Because I am not as organized as you are, Jen. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That this is shocking. Is... I, I okay, I'm sorry. On this episode, Kurt said that I have done more research than him and that I am not as or, that he is not as organized as me. I think I'm winning today's podcast. I don't I don't want to, but I will accept this award on behalf of Kurt and John to Make a podcast.
0: You are the scorekeeper, and yes, you are in fact winning. So I will uh doff my cap to you.
1: Oh, um, I would love to see this doffing of cap. I don't know which cap is being doffed, but I hope it's a newsboy hat. Like one of those old-timey um, hats. That's what I'm hoping for.
0: Well, it's a it's a Chicago White Sox cap. Is that
1: Oh, Jill? gross. Cubs only. Okay, moving on.
0: So this is titled after a Burt Reynolds movie. Do you know which song we're talking about?
1: I don't, but Burt Reynolds went to my uh college, so should have known, but don't know.
0: Yes, this is stroker ace have you seen the movie stroker ace
1: i have not i've not seen honestly i have not seen any
0: that seems like a pre prerequisite to graduate from florida right, state you need to he watch gator in florida state <laughs> yeah in stroker ace
1: so he did not graduate from florida state so i think i think i'm off the hook that's all i'm saying <laughs> i've met him i met him several times so that was fun
0: and when he asked you what you thought about Stroker Ace, you I said... I said it
1: was brilliant. <laughs> cinematic
0: because masterpiece. You, you were made phenomenal. me believe.
1: I have no idea what it was about. But isn't that true of any fine cinema? <sighs>
0: uh, no, I think...
1: <laughs> <laughs> there are so many different interpretations that you could have because it's such a cinematic masterpiece.
0: Well, this is about a race car driver. This is with Lonnie Anderson.
1: I wouldn't have guessed that Stroker Ace was about a race car driver. I could guess what, like, I don't know if I should tell our listeners what I thought it was about.
0: You thought it was a porn?
1: Yeah, I thought it was a porn again.
0: Something about uh pleasing the weasel? Yeah,
1: that's what <laughs> I thought.
0: the Ace. All right. You could put the explicit tag on this one.
1: Oh for sure. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Here's a little bit of Stroke Ace by Ween. more of an outlaw country i guess more kind of got a punk uh vibe to it as well
1: yeah i mean i could definitely see this uh duke's a hazard style
0: yeah light up the wheels and go for broke stomp the pedal with a sniffed stroke smack that roadblock caught in a pickle i'm gonna hit that line like old dick trickle
1: i'm sorry dick trickle
0: oh have you not heard of dick trickle
1: no i'm so sorry is this is this some sort of pop culture reference that i am missing
0: um it's a sports reference oh
1: well then i of course i don't know it what i mean did you why did you ask me if i hadn't heard of dick trickle if you obviously knew that i had not
0: well it's not it's it's not super obscure it's there's a it
1: it feels super obscure to somebody who doesn't watch the sports can you please enlighten me
0: so his his name was dick trickle he was a nascar that was his actual
1: i'm sorry his parents hated him that much
0: uh, I I think that he was prob- probably Richard on the birth certificate, but uh, yeah, he was known by Dick in the NASCAR circuit. Wow. And there was on SportsCenter, Center when they had Keith Olbermann and Dan Patrick doing the big SportsCenter Center show. Every single time they did NASCAR highlights, they would always Keith Olbermann would always say at the end of it, and Dick Trickle finished twenty fourth. <laughs> Just apropos of nothing, but he just had to say his name every time. Oh, and, uh, so he,
1: he said his actual finishing, not just 24th every yeah. time as well. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, yeah. he was no, a... I mean, in fairness, if I was a broadcaster, because there's so many things you can't say because of the FCC laws, um, I would 100% say Dick Trickle every time I got a chance.
0: Exactly. <laughs> if it
1: presented itself, I would be like, I'm so sorry. Dick Trickle came in 34th. 34th.
0: And there was a, I don't know why I saw this, but I also like on Facebook or something like that, it popped up. It was a top 10 list with uh, Dale Earnhardt and he, it was like the first time that i are won... you
1: clicking that you were getting NASCAR ads, Kurt?
0: No, this was Dale. This was a top 10 list on David Letterman. Okay. So I'm a comedy fan. I enjoy the David Letterman and.
1: That makes one of us. Oh, really? I don't know. He's just weird.
0: Oh, he's definitely weird. That yeah. hardly seems like a, a you know, a, a gate to you enjoying someone.
1: <laughs> okay, that's fair. That's very fair. Um, he's weird in a way that is slightly off-putting to me. That's it. Okay. He's funny I, sometimes. but He's not he's, for everybody. He's but not for everybody. What are you gonna did, do you,
0: do? did you enjoy the top 10 list I, as a device?
1: I thought it was played out.
0: Oh, it absolutely was played out, but it was. I mean, it was know. played
1: out like the third time he did it. So uh, I don't, and they just kept going with it forever. So you know, eh, it worked for him.
0: Well, when Dale Earnhardt, after he won the Daytona 500, he came on to do a top ten list, and one of the jokes was a Dick Trickle joke. So it was enough to make In it onto Letterman. Saying
1: Dick Trickle feels like a joke. Just saying the words "dick" tr- trickle together just feels like a joke. <laughs> like that's you didn't a even joke. get like, it out that last time. <laughs> I couldn't because it's too funny. I'm choking on the. Oh nope! I'm not going to say it that way. Okay, taking that one back.
0: <laughs> oh, it's too much when the you know just when it just get it out of your mouth, right? <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, you do want to get that out of your mouth. That is true. Uh, well, oh, I am. Jen. I'm gonna just swing this pendulum to a completely different song, uh, with no nothing that has anything. <laughs> no in common segue there. whatsoever. No segue so whatsoever. This buckle is up. So buckle up because we're gonna to listen to a little song from the Quebec album, uh, Zoloft.
0: Give me that Z O L O F.
1: song it's just a. it's like it feels like it could be played underneath the drug ad for Zoloft do you know what I mean like I could see this you could as... listen to that song
0: instead of taking Zoloft
1: right it just makes you happy
0: well that's nice yeah I like that it's yeah I don't think I've never taken Zoloft but I would imagine that that's the effect that they're going for right
1: I mean yes one would think One would think. I've also not taken the Zoloft, but yeah, it's just so happy. It's very peaceful and uplifting.
0: Are we ready, Jen?
1: I think we're ready for the funniest ween song.
0: All right. So do you want me to go first?
1: Yes, you can, because I think I accidentally took... Your favorite, your funniest song.
0: That's all right. I had a couple of ties. Okay, piss up a rope was one of the ties. I forgot Um,
1: because we recorded this in two different times, and so my brain didn't keep it. And I apologize.
0: How much Doctor Who have you watched that you can't keep a simple timeline straight? Look,
1: it's timey wimey. That's all that I'm saying. That's it's very important to understand that it is timey wimey. And so your timeline isn't the same as my timeline. This is actually, this is actually happened. I'm going to, I'm going to experience what I think happened in your timeline earlier, later today.
0: Okay. (laughs) So
1: it's wibbly wobbly timey wimey.
0: I am going to go back and watch uh, a few seasons of Doctor Who, and then I'm sure I'll think that that was hilarious.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, or like the two people that listen to this that also watch Doctor Who. They'll <laughs> be like, she said wibbly wobbly, timey wimey.
0: <laughs> All right, Jen, I'm going to play this cover song, which <gasps> I enjoy, and I think What's- that... You're what? you're gonna have conflicted feelings about this. Are you okay. ready for this?
1: I'm so ready to have conflicted feelings.
0: Here we go. We <laughs> oh
1: got no. Fuck. This is an explicit tag anyway, so it's the time of the how night. dare you? In fairness, I like their version better.
0: <laughs> okay. And so why I think that's funny is because I know that you do like Ween and I know how much you hate Van Halen. Hey, it a was a, d-
1: it was difficult. My brain was having, like, it was short-circuiting just a little bit.
0: But I will point out, first of all, the juxtaposition, I think, is hilarious that yes. they're playing, this, this band is playing that song. But I will make the point, though, that... I can almost guarantee that Dean and Gene Wien had a blast playing that song live. That that is a fun song, regardless of what you think about Van Halen. That is a fun song. Jen, did I lose you?
1: No comment. <laughs> no comment. I think it's...
0: it's there, there are these songs that like, you know, even, you know, bands like that play you know, higher, more cerebral music that they just love rocking out to some you know, dumb, it is, fun rock songs. And this is one of those cases, I think.
1: It's a good rock song.
0: <laughs> wow. Go and put that on the album cover. Oh. <laughs> it's a good, period, rock, period, period, song. And then
1: ellipses, ellipses, song. <laughs> <laughs> Dash
0: okay.
1: No. <laughs> oh, uh, uh, okay. I'm you know what? I'm just gonna pretend none of that had just happened. So here's what I think the funniest ween song is. It is a little song also from the album Quebec, um, which is this from the same album that Zoloft was from. And it is, Hey there, fancy pants. Uh, I can't even get through the title without laughing because it is that funny. That is how funny it is. <laughs>
0: fancy pants play the songs that make us dance play the tunes that make the ladies swoon a song for all the lonely hearts shadowed dreams and broken parts feels like sunny days are coming soon hey mr buttercup spin the wheel and try your luck the spotlight shining bright tonight on you
1: i want to walk into a dance hall (laughs) <laughs> and dance to this song. It's so... I, j- again, the range. The range here is amazing. And this is a parody of, like, I don't know, just an old-timey song. And it is it, perfect. It and sounds
0: actually Beatles-esque again. It
1: is. It's like early Beatles-esque. Yeah, well, um, it feels like Sergeant well, Peppery, like yeah, when I'm okay, 64. I was going to go there, too. I was going to say a little bit Sergeant Peppery. But it is perfection. It is... I just, I am just so amazed, again, by the range of parody that they're able to pull <laughs> off. Like, it's just, it's so funny. Also, yeah. fancy pants is funny to say. That's right. Because so- I I grew up in the UK for part of my life. And so I can't separate the word pants from underwear. And oh. so it's funny for, every time. For how many
0: months were you there, Jen?
1: I was there for um, four summers. Okay. Yeah. So three months each time. Okay. But like while I was in high school, it's a very like definitive time of your life. That's all I'm saying. Okay.
0: I I'll go. Yeah. I, I hear you. Yeah. But yeah. But I I also think by high school age that you know what pants are and what underwear. Yeah.
1: Is. I know what trousers are, Kurt. I know what trousers <laughs> are.
0: Dungarees.
1: <laughs> Jeans. Jeans. Slacks. Is nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh jeans is one of the funniest words in Welsh, I think, because it's like J I with a weird accent over it, but it's like a it's like a carrot mark over the I and S. It's the strangest word. And it's kind of a celery mark over the S. And a celery mark over the uh good times. Good times. So I think it brings us now to the time where we rate the sense of humor of Ween. All right. Are you ready, Kurt?
0: I am Kurt, ready. Kurt,
1: Kurt, Kurt, Kurt. <laughs> I'm gonna do it every time now, until I oh, forget I, I, again, which is next it. week. So,
0: <laughs> which is tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow, I will forget this. Oh. Uh. Okay. Um. I know that I'm gonna be rating it lower than you. I, I do think that they they are are weird and eclectic and eccentric. Uh, Remember to our of-
1: listeners, weird here means wonderful.
0: <laughs> and wonderful? They're absolutely weird wonderful and However, wonderful. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I'd consider them necessarily hysterical. Uh, they're they're very intriguing and uh, they're fun to listen to, but I'm going to give them a six.
1: I You know what? I was just thinking in my head, I hope he at least gives them a six. Um, I'm going to rate them because you're incorrect. Um, their humor ranking is obviously an eight because I just... Again, the breadth and depth of the work, and the level of parody, and the insane commitment to each bit, and like to to like swing like they do on mollusk from parody to parody to parody to parody. It's just too mind boggling and too funny to me to not be the sense of humor that is there. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I,
0: I won't argue with anything you say. Just the. We just rate a little bit differently. And that's okay, Jen. It's totally okay.
1: Is it okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is it okay? It, we'll, we're going to have this discussion off the podcast.
0: <sighs> I. We can agree to disagree.
1: No, we can't. <laughs>
0: I refuse.
1: I refuse to let this die, Kurt. Oh, good times. Good times.
0: All right. So that was an excellent pick from our listener, Joel, which nice. means...
1: It's a Kurt pick next.
0: And you're probably thinking that I forgot that it was going to be a Kurt pick, didn't you?
1: No, I think that you actually remembered this time. Did you I remember did. this time? Yes, I did remember this I time. I believe in you. And I've That's got an wise. excellent
0: selection, uh, a band that I enjoy quite a bit that I can't wait to dig into the depths of their, of their <sighs> records. their where I take
1: a deep breath and hope to God...
0: That oh, I enjoy what this band as well, oh, oh, I think you definitely will. Okay. It's like it is the the Godfathers of pop punk.
1: we are like really, oh, the descendants, I talked over it. I was like, we are really working this up, and I was really about to have a heart attack. Okay, I'm very excited for the descendants.
0: excellent. I think we talked about them once before, and I know you're not uh, big into them yet, but I think you will be once you get a chance to listen to them. They're such a great band, and they've got a lot of songs, which I know are funny. I hope we'll dig into and find a bunch more.
1: I hope so, too, Kurt.
0: All right. Well, until next time, this is Kurt.
1: And this is Jen. And and we we just just made made a podcast. podcast. Okay. One, two, three, that's our show. It's time to go. Gosh, that hour really went by fast. Hope you had fun. This ep is now done. Kurt and Jen made a podcast. Perfect. Is it though? Oh. My voice hurts. My.